0: Hello and welcome back to Let This Mind Be In You. I'm Brother Michael D'Angelo, and I appreciate the fact that you've tuned into this podcast. This is a recorded uh, podcast. Uh, I went live earlier in this uh, evening. Uh, You can check me out on my channels on Let This Mind Be In You on YouTube. And if you search for Let This Mind Be In You Ministries on Facebook, you'll be able to uh, watch these broadcasts live uh, with video. Uh, but thank you for joining me for this podcast on whatever platform you, you are tuning into. And I appreciate the fact that you found this podcast. In tonight's broadcast, we're going to be starting the uh, book of Ephesians. So we'll be in Ephesians chapter one. So make sure you have your King James Bible and you open it up to Ephesians chapter one. We're going to be looking at redemption tonight. Once again, thank you for joining me on Let This Mind Be In You. And if you would, would you like, subscribe? And uh, share with all your friends and family, uh, whether that's on YouTube or Facebook or here on whatever podcast platform you're listening to. Please like, subscribe and share with all your friends and family. Thank you so much and God bless. And we'll join the broadcast here in a moment. And Hello and welcome back to Let This Mind Be In You. I'm Brother Michael D'Angelo here with you on uh, another Thursday night. And as you can see, uh, my face is clean shaven again. I am back at work, Uh, unfortunately. um, Well, I guess fortunately, actually, because so many people are out of work right now. So I I, I thank the Lord for that. uh, I apologize for even saying that. But uh, um, unfortunately, my beard is gone. Uh, That's what I meant to say. uh, because boy, I was enjoying not shaving that. Um, so anyways, I'm clean shaving. I'm back with you here again on a, another Thursday night. I want to make sure that we have, um, a good quality going here on both of the streams here. So I'm going to check out, we have both uh, Facebook live going as well as YouTube going at the same time I'm recording for the podcast. So it'll take place later on. So if you're listening later, thank you for uh, tuning into this podcast. You can look at for our podcast, um, on just about any of the major platforms, just look it up under let this mind Be in you ministries podcast, type that all out and, uh, it'll come up. Okay. Also, if you need to reach me, um, always hit me up an email. I'm sometimes I'm slow to get back to them, but I always try to, to answer if not uh, by an email, I'll answer questions, uh, here live on the air. Um, If I, if I remember, (laughs) okay, but I will try to get back to you as soon as I possibly can. So just uh, hit me up, uh, write me questions, comments, concerns, or just uh, say hello at ltmbi at yahoo.com. And I I look forward to uh, hearing from each and every one of you out there and you can reach me there also. um, So if you're tuning in to Facebook live, uh, obviously, you know, that I have a, Uh, Facebook page, ministry page, and it's at Let This Mind Be In You Ministries. You can look that up. And then, of course, if you're watching on YouTube, you know where I'm at on Let This Mind Be In You. And so um, thank you for even um, taking the time. I appreciate it. I know people, uh, this is later for the people on the East Coast than they're used to. Um, So it's 9 p.m. Central time, 10 p.m. Eastern uh, now that we've started these broadcasts. So I understand that it's a little bit later. So I appreciate those. That stay up a little bit extra. Uh, I'm, I'm really excited tonight because we're going to be uh, starting a new book, uh, a new mm-hmm. letter from the Apostle Paul uh, through the inspiration of the Holy Spirit. We're starting the book of Ephesians, the letter to the uh, church at Ephesus, and um, I'm, I can't wait. And uh, I t- I've titled this um, this study uh, as we started in Ephesians, redemption. And I cannot wait to talk about redemption. You should rejoice every every time you even think of the term redemption when you know what Christ did for us. Uh, It's an amazing, amazing thought, and it's awesome to think about. So we're going to get started on that. Um, Let me check to make sure I have a couple people uh, logging in here. So I know we have people on YouTube. Hello, everybody on YouTube. And, uh, oh, Brother Jake made it two weeks in a row. That's a record (laughs) to watch it live. Good job, Brother Jake. Uh, Anyways, and we have a few people already starting in to come in to Facebook. So hopefully I'll start seeing a little bit more on there. But anyways, so if you would, um, you should already have them out. But uh, if not, um, you can pause this live video. I've made it available for you to do that and go get your King James Bible, open it up to the book of Ephesians, and we're going to get started right away. Um, a little bit more to cover. Uh, I might speed through it. and Whatever the Lord has for us tonight. It might go slow. It might go fast. I don't know. But I want to take the time to go through uh, the book of Ephesians here. And uh, I've just been writing down just before I went on. Um, and it always seems to be the way it is. Like 10 minutes before, I'm just rereading things again, and some things just start popping up in my mind and uh, the Lord's laying different things in my heart, and I'm like, I'm searching for where's the scripture at, and I'm writing some things down, so um, I'm excited to get started. Um, I see some uh, new people uh, that's actually um, on YouTube that are, are uh, commenting and stuff like that. So it's good to have people that are new. Um, so that reminds me, just share, keep sharing the ministry pages, um, uh, the different platforms, keep sharing them, keep liking, subscribing, whatever. And, uh, the, the main thing that really helps, uh, if you're on, especially if you're on Facebook, if you start like a watch party or something like that, it just helps share on your friend's uh, timeline, um, that you are watching a live video and that helps out a lot to get the word out. So um, that's a good way to have those people that are on your friends list to see the ministry. They can help share it out that way. Um, on YouTube, you just share it wherever you can, and, uh, and the Lord will grow this ministry as He sees fit. Um, I'm not getting, I'm not monetized um, on any platform. I'm not monetized at all um, because um, who knows where some of that money is going to be coming from when those advertisements and everything. But uh, what I do have is the body of Christ that can help uh, spread the message out there and say, hey, this is a a channel where Brother Mike goes right through the Bible, and he's encouraging people to have this mind. Let this mind be in you. Brethren, we have the mind of Christ, as it says in 1 Corinthians 2, as you saw in the opening of the the video here. So... uh, that's what, the, that's what God laid on my heart to start this ministry, and that's what I wanted to do, is push people to God's word. No traditions of men, those different things. We want to just rest on God's word alone for everything. And if you hear anything going on in the background, my children are still up. Uh, they were out seeing their grandfather, and so they got back a little bit late. So My wife's trying to get them down, and, uh, well, sometimes they uh, are a little bit rowdy, but you may not be able to hear it. Who knows? All right, let's get started.
1: Brother Jake says, let's get bumper stickers. I do have some regular stickers. They're, really, they're like two inch
0: by two inch, though. They're not that big. Uh, the same stickers that are actually on uh, the mic flag here, but I don't think those will show up very well on a car. So i have to think about getting some bumper stickers. Maybe with... Uh, because it's a good reminder. I, I had a brother in Christ that came over here, was playing his guitar um, and just checking out the studio because I'd like to record some good, wholesome uh, uh, Christian music in here. And uh, he's, a, he's a good singer and a, and a good guitar player. And um, he, he was just sitting there talking to me about the ministry, different things. And I was able to give him a, a, a sticker and everything. And he said, this is a good reminder for me. Every time I go to pick up my guitar, to let this mind be in you because we get so wrapped up in, you know, our day-to-day lives and other different things. It's just a reminder that it is a personal relationship and walk with Jesus Christ every single day. And we are to have the mind of Christ. Let this mind be in you constantly. That member that let is allow this mind to be in you. If you know, just to help somebody, the Bible says, let this mind be in you. You have to allow it. You have a free will. And we'll Interesting enough, we're going to actually get talking about some free will things um,
1: in Ephesians chapter one. So we'll get right started right away. First, coffee time.
2: All right. So with the coffee time being started.
1: Oh, yes. Um, I'm over here on Facebook now. So if you're watching on Facebook um
0: uh, somebody's mentioning there was a brush fire and it came up to uh, a church that we used to um uh, be a part of uh, just right down the road and uh the fire came right up to the next to that uh that property and uh it was a big old brush fire so in in south mississippi you're not really thinking about forest fires and stuff like that you think of you know california and other places but it was up there and um so yes i did see that uh, brother jerry All right, but let's get started in Ephesians chapter 1, or else we're never going to get started. (laughs) So uh, Ephesians chapter 1 starts out again. um, The Apostle Paul starts out many of his letters. In fact, all of them, in my opinion, as we've talked about before. But Paul, an apostle of Jesus Christ by the will of God, to the saints which are at Ephesus, and to the faithful in Christ Jesus. Okay, So again, the letter is addressed to the saints, the church there at Ephesus the body of believers that called out assembly there um, that were meeting in different homes and different areas and, you know, wherever they could in the um, region of Ephesus or the city of Ephesus and to the faithful in Christ Jesus. So again, all scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable. Okay. It's profitable to us. Okay. We know that grace be to you and peace from God, our father, and from the Lord Jesus Christ. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who hath blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ. Um, brother Philip, I believe it was his birthday today, and I and I I just you know hit him up on uh, Facebook and just messenger and said, hey brother, happy birthday. Um, you know may may the Lord richly bless you today. And I thought about it after I sent it, and I was like, hmm, He's blessed us every single day because He has saved us, and that's what I told the brother there. Um, but all spiritual blessings, everything in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Uh, That's very interesting, too, where it talks about in Christ Jesus, and we'll get into that here. But when it says in heavenly places in Christ, it's really neat to think about that because um, if somebody can type it into one of these here, where does it say, this is a little Bible trivia, seated
1: together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Okay, who can uh, give me the verse on that one?
2: Anybody, I'll wait just a second. Seated in heavenly places. Hmm. Boom, there it
0: is. It's right here in Ephesians. Thank you, uh, brother Gabriel. Brother Gabriel, got it. Ephesians chapter two and verse six, and hath raised us up together and made us sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. That's a present tense, and uh, maybe one day we'll talk a little bit more about that. Uh, but that is an interesting way of, of phrasing that—a present tense that we are seated together in heavenly places. Made us sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Okay, we remember we church are the body of Christ. Jesus Christ is come in the flesh because His Spirit is in us. We are here. That's why it's so important for uh, for doctrinal purposes. Of why the catching away must take place before He pours out His wrath. Okay, for you before Daniel's seventieth week. That's why that's so important. Is because Him that letteth us take it out of the way. That's us. That's the body of Christ, as we'll see here in just a second. It's it gets even more uh, even more interesting. All right. So according. We're back in verse 4 of Ephesians 1. According as he hath chosen us in him before the foundation of the world, that we should uh, be holy and without blame before him in love. Now, some of these verses coming up here, I just want to make sure we take our time through. Uh, Make sure I take our time through because um, there's a group of people that uh, hold to what's called Calvinism. Calvinism. All right. Uh, if you're new to this channel, or if you are new to, uh, you're newly saved. Uh, people hold, and it's not just people who call themselves Calvinists, but there's even whatever stripe and of denomination you want to think of that hold to different points of Calvinism. And uh, one of the things they talk about is this word predestinated. Like there's this, there's, you know, obviously God knows all, so he knows who all is going to get saved. And so he basically doesn't give you a choice in the matter. He either condemns you to hell or he condemns you or he has you uh, going to heaven when you die. You don't have a choice in the matter. It's no free will whatsoever. Um, It's called irresistible grace. There's five points of it. It's called tulip. Uh, If you want to think about it, it's the tulip um, philosophy, really but T-U-L-I-P, and one of those is irresistible grace. Um, I don't have time to really get into Calvinism right now, but at the same time, just understand that that is an unscriptural thing, and I'll tell you why. Uh, Just briefly, Christ gives us a free will, okay? He's not willing that any should perish, but that all should come, right? But at the same time, he doesn't force anybody. It's just like you can't force anybody to love you. And that's why I wanted to focus in right here. Look what it says without blame before him in love. If it was just some sort of reaction because he's programmed your brain and it doesn't matter, he's predestinated you to heaven or hell, um, there's no love in that whatsoever. None. And so, since there's no love in that, we're hearing his love. So, just think about that. As he says, and ha- as he hath chosen us in him before the foundations of the world, Christ was crucified before the foundations of the world. He already knew that he would die. He already knew that he would redeem us um, as far as come to die. And so there's many other vile verses in that. And again, I don't want to get into a huge study about Calvinism right now, but just understand that, first of all, even if, let's just say for a moment that that is a scriptural form of, uh, of doctrine. Uh, how do you know who is and who isn't? Um, I haven't met anybody yet that holds fast to five points of Calvinism that believes that their children, for example, are predestined to hell. I haven't met one yet. Um, that's just what, that's just an easy way. Nobody knows, and so if you don't know how— anyways, it's all screwy, but uh, I didn't want to get stuck on that. But uh, just think about that, because we see the verses here. Verse 5, having predestinated us unto the adoption of children by Jesus Christ to himself, according to the good pleasure of his will. Now, I want to explain to you as well, as we went through Romans chapter 8, and we'll see in a moment, we talked about this already, to not get confused, because he's predestinated us to something. When you accept Jesus Christ by your own free will, okay, when you come to the end of your own righteousness, a broken sinner, so forth and so on. Biblical repentance, godly sorrow, so forth and so on. When that happens, it's already written in his word that he has predestinated you to be conformed into the image of his dear son, as we'll see here in a moment. That's the predestination that it's speaking about here.
1: Man fell he, uh, in the garden, and since that he fell, he needed to be redeemed, therefore, the
0: theme of Ephesians 1 redemption. And don't forget if you have any questions or any comments or something like that, make sure you put down question, comments, and then I'm gonna go back a little bit later on and read down through that. So if you're either on Facebook or uh Facebook or YouTube, if I don't get it to you right away, I will try here at the end. But, anyways, let's keep going. The adoption. Remember the spirit of adoption, wherein we cry, Abba, Father, as we went through Galatians. See how this is all tying together. That spirit of adoption of children by Jesus Christ to himself. Remember, he redeemed us. He um, reconciled us to himself through his death. (laughs) It's just amazing to think about. According to the good pleasure of his will, to the praise of the glory of his grace, wherein he hath made us accepted in the beloved. One day when you stand before God, as we've mentioned numerous times, as i mentioned over and over and over again, there's two choices in this life. One day you will stand before God, is appointed unto man once to die, and after this, the judgment. With that being said, are you standing there in your own righteousness, or are you standing in his righteousness, his imputed righteousness? There's only two choices, okay? So with that in mind, when you, wherein he hath made us accepted in the beloved, he's accepted the perfect sacrifice of himself. That's the imputed righteousness. He Remember in Galatians, as we, we studied through there, that no man can keep the law. The law was there to be the schoolmaster that drove us to the knowledge that we cannot keep the law. Only one did. He fulfilled all the law. As it says other other places in the the Bible speaking, I think it's in James, you break the law in one matter. You've broken them all. Christ did not break a single law. He fulfilled it. He said it is finished. It is accomplished, as we'll see in different things and uh, when we study through the book of Hebrews as well. In whom? Here it is. Verse number seven. We have redemption through his blood. Without the shedding of blood, there is no remission of sins. There's no Sin is not taking away. By the way, as it said in Hebrews, the blood of bulls and goats couldn't do that. That's why people, when they died in the Old Testament, didn't go to heaven. They went to paradise. They went to Abraham's bosom. There's a reason for that. Uh, because blood of bulls and goats, these sacrifices, these things that they did... As in obedience to God, of course, in faith, as we saw all throughout Hebrews, still there was no remission of sins. They couldn't take it, the blood of bulls and goats could not take it away. God in flesh had to die, and He did for you and me. Amen and amen, because it says, In whom we have redemption through His, His, His blood. The forgiveness of sins according to the riches of His grace. Remember 1 Corinthians. First Corinthians chapter fifteen, a well-known verse. First Corinthians chapter fifteen. We cheated. That's okay. I sometimes I can't remember. Um, I can't remember things myself. Here's a deleted message. Hold on. Oh, that's a frowny face. Okay, and I don't know when that when that happened, but Calvinists okay, used all right. Uh, Calvinists used Romans thirteen verse nine to try and prove that God predestinates certain people to go to heaven or hell. So let's look up Romans chapter 13 and verse 9 to see if we can uh,
1: see what you're talking about here. And Romans 13 and verse number 9 says, For this, thou shalt not commit
0: adultery. Am I in the right spot? Romans 13 and verse 9. Thou shalt not kill, thou shalt not steal, thou shalt not bear false witness, thou shalt not covet. If there be any other commandment, it is briefly
1: comprehended by this in this saying namely thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. Mm brother Gabriel I don't know if I don't know if that's uh the right verse.
0: Let me see. I'm sorry about that brother Gabriel. I, I don't I don't know if Romans 13:9 is where you're you're wanting there but maybe you mentioned it later. See this is the problem with going back and trying to uh
1: and look at this. I apologize, folks, but again, I wanted to stay focused. You're lagging. Oh. Okay. Brother Gabriel sounds lagging. Okay. All right. Uh
2: Um...
1: Uh, Comment. All right, here we go. Michael, could
0: you compare verse 10 of Ephesians 1 to Romans 11, verse 25? Okay, so verse 10 of Ephesians 1 says, we read it earlier tonight, but it says that in the dispensation of the fullness of times, he might gather together in one all things in Christ, both which are in heaven and which are on earth, even in him. And then the reference that you wanted to go to after that was Romans 11, and verse 25, so let's look that up real quick, and it says here, For I would not, brethren, that ye should be ignorant of this mystery, lest ye should be wise in your own conceits, that blindness in part is happened to Israel until the fullness of the Gentiles be come in. Yeah, I can see how that could be similar, because the fullness of the Gentiles, I believe, I think I even mentioned this, is the catching up of... Uh, the bride, uh, the pre-time of Jacob's trouble catching away, catching up, uh, uh, different things you want to say. Daniel's 70th week before the Antichrist can be revealed. um, Him that let us, it has to be taken out of the way. And I believe that that's what it's talking about. So
2: yeah, that's a good point. Oh.
1: Okay, I don't know what was going on there, but okay. Uh, my brother Matthew is here. That's good to see. And
0: uh, comment. There is a difference between knowing God and His Word in your head, and knowing God and Word in your heart. That is how you can't identify. How you can identify false comfort? Yeah,
2: I would assume so.
1: About the fullness. Okay. Speaking of Galatians four. Yeah, we I think we covered that, Brother Tim's. Uh so yeah. Mm, I'm looking for more. Uh Brother Daruna came in. Brother Michael Daruna. That's good to see you. And then um
0: I'm trying to catch up here. I apologize again. Like I said, I try to keep it up. I probably should have maybe if I would have put it up on the monitor though, I probably would have really I've been distracted. It
1: seems like quite a bit of stuff here. My mom went to bed. Well, good night to you. If you're still up, I doubt you are, but. Hmm. Romans 9 verse 13. Okay, so
0: that's okay. Not a problem. Let's read that real quick. Romans 9 verse 13. As it is written, Jacob have I loved, but Esau have I hated. It must have been when I was talking about the. about the sacrifices of uh, Cain and Abel. But that's a good point. Um, You know, it's a strong word to say hated. And you're like, oh, wow. But again,
1: um, it's disobedience. Uh, He was disobedient. Of course, uh, that's not going to be accepted. All right. All right. Well, I think that's about it. And so since that's the
0: case, I think we're we're coming up here on an hour anyways. Well, I appreciate you joining me here tonight and um, quite a bit of uh there's quite a bit of uh comments and things coming up here. Uh, I'm back over here on Facebook. Brother Tony says, I think the romans eight twenty nine and verse thirty, I think that's one of the things we talked about earlier. Mm-hmm. So real quick, Romans 8. Did I say something else in Ephesians 1? Did I say Romans 8, verse 23? Let me make sure that's correct then. Now the redemption of our bodies, verse 23 is the one I was talking about, and then Brother Tony here is saying uh, Romans 8, 29, 30. Yes, that's, that's also uh, what I brought up earlier about predestinated, but I wanted to talk about the uh, redemption of our body. Um as it pertains to redemption of the purchased possession in verse fourteen of Ephesians one, brother Tony. So that's when I brought up uh, Ephesians eight, verse twenty-three as a uh, cross reference for that. But uh, I appreciate that. All right. Okay. Uh, so thank you for again for joining me here on Let This Mind Be in You. Um, it was a I, I felt like I was rushing at times, uh, but I wanted to really really take the time, and we still didn't get everything uh, covered. But that's okay. I'll be on next week, Lord willing. But like I said to you before, I I don't think we have very much time left. Um, and uh, people, before people scoff at that and say, you know, where's the promise of his coming? Um, I I believe that, fully persuaded that he was coming ten years ago. Okay, <laughs> it doesn't matter. Uh, it, God will come in His time. Um, but I don't think that there's very much time remaining. Time is short. Don't put it off. Don't delay. As the Holy Spirit draws, do not say no to the Holy Spirit. Do not reject. Don't do that, okay? Um, Because we're not promised tomorrow. You're not even promised that he's going to do it again. not even promised that as the Holy Spirit convicts you that he's even going to do it again. Well, Brother Mike, are you trying to scare people? No, I'm trying to give you the Bible. Life is but a a vapor. You're not promised tomorrow. You're not even promised the next minute. And uh, not to get off completely off the subject before we close tonight, but that's, that's the major issue with what's going on even in the world today. People can so concerned and wrapped up in death. Always thinking about what's going to kill us. Is this virus going to kill us? Is this going to kill us? I, I got a chance to talk to a guy today, and, uh, and I said, you know, none of us, except for the body of Christ that could be caught up are getting out of here alive. Something is going to kill us eventually. That's because of sin. As I started talking to this guy that I've known before, he actually started saying, that's why we can't be thinking about the now, but we need to be thinking about the eternal. And I was like, wow, he was like starting to talk about all these things. And I was like, that's amen. You know, and we were talking and he said how he's, uh, he's uh, watched the broadcast before somebody I worked with in the past. So, um, a j good to see you today and uh, good to talk to you so we'll be talking more anyways uh, I love you in the lord thank you for again for taking the time and and coming here tonight i don't know all that went on um, looked like there was maybe somebody that was asking something something got deleted i don't know and i'll ask about that later on but um, things happen but um, i i encourage you if you want um, to to tune in to tune in and if you have any questions um Maybe a comment section on uh, Facebook Live or a comment section on a YouTube or even on a podcast, if you're listening to this, is probably not the best way to ask me a question. Write me an email, and uh, then we can start a dialogue, biblical dialogue. I'm not going to give you my opinions. I'm going to take you to the Word of God, okay? So um, that's all I can do. That's all I know how to do. So L-T-M-B-I-Y at Yahoo, and I put it out there for a reason, so write me. Okay, I love you in the Lord. Uh, Thank you for again for watching and share, like, subscribe, all that kind of stuff. But uh, and like I said, if you're on Facebook, uh, start watch parties. All those do is just share the video with people that are on your friends list and it helps get the word out even more. So they'll hear the word of God here because I want to push people to the word of God. Let this mind be in you. Okay, so Christians, that's what I want to encourage you. And then I also want to preach the gospel to the lost. That's all we are set here to do, to admonish each other, to help edify each other in the body, and then just preach the word. Preach the word out there. Be good ambassadors, okay? Don't be an ambassador that can be ashamed one day. I know so many times I'm ashamed know what kind of ambassador I am. So by the power of the Spirit, walk. So walk
1: ye, all right? Uh, thank you again. Love you in the Lord. Good night, and I'll see you next Thursday, Lord willing. Bye-bye.